0: To the JKR podcast today. We have New York native artillery middle infielder in 2025 Virginia Commit, Nick Becker, on the JKR podcast for the Artillery Baseball Series powered by Hit RX. Nick, super pumped to get you on the show, man. How are you doing today?
1: I'm good. How are you? Thanks for having me, Jace. Hey, of
0: course, man. You know, as as you know, Ajay reached out a couple of weeks ago, I was like, hell yeah, I want to do a series about artillery. You know, number mm-hmm. one team in the nation for your guys' class there in 2025. So super excited to dig into your career as well. Obviously, you're another northern kid just like myself. So you're one of those guys that, like we talked about, has to wait until, you know, mid to late March to kind of get his yeah. actual high school season rolling. Uh, but before we dig into, you know, the whole bit, baseball side of things, I got one question I like to ask everybody that gets on the podcast just to start it out. And that is for those who don't know you. How would you introduce yourself? Who exactly is Nick Becker?
1: Yeah, so I'm uh, I'm Nick Becker. I'm from uh, uh, North Rockland, New York. Uh, I attend Don Bosco Prep in Ramsey, New Jersey. Uh, I'm a uh, Virginia commit. Uh, play with Ajay and Artillery. And uh, I'm a uh, I'm a competitor, and I uh, love the game of baseball.
0: Okay, well you you have to be some you have to have some sort of competitive edge if you're playing for that 2025 number one team in the country. So let's dig into artillery with this being the artillery series. Just kind of take us through, you know, your whole travel baseball background and then how you kind of got connected with Ajay and this artillery team.
1: Yeah, so I um, I didn't get into the uh, the travel ball, like, area until I was, like, about 13 years old. Um, Ajay was uh, reaching out to my brother who's also going to UVA. He's a senior now. And, uh, and then when he realized uh, that he had a younger brother in me, uh, yeah, it was asking my dad about me. So then my the fall of my freshman year was my first time with AJ. And that was at the uh Fort Myers tournament in uh Florida. And it overall it was just a great decision, best thing that's happened to me in my travel ball career.
0: I'm sure. You know, I hear a bunch of things about that Fort Myers tournament. You know, kind of take us through what that first experience with artillery was, you know, maybe how you built, you know, some sort of bond with Ajay, what that looked like down there in Fort Myers. Because I'm assuming you guys were probably playing at, you know, a spring training facility. Kind of take us through that experience.
1: Yeah. So uh, it was uh, it was my first time coming out of like the northeast, like the New York, New Jersey area. And, you know, I was nervous in the beginning. Uh, But, uh, you know, Ajay just being the great guy coach he is he just calmed me down right uh the nerves out of me uh got away and he just made the experience just uh, very fun for me I'm sure so
0: you you talk about you know how great a guy Ajay is so let's kind of dig into that relationship you have with Ajay with you know potentially Pat Durano, Durano as well um some of the other guys on that artillery coaching staff just kind of take us through you know what those relationships are and how those relationships have evolved you know over time since that first tournament in Fort Myers
1: yeah so Ajay's a great guy, right? We have a connection on and off the field. I know we text all the time. And then Pat, it was my first time meeting him uh, this year, this summer. And I think we got that, us three, all of us got the connection because we're all from the around the same area in the Northeast and the New York, New Jersey area. And uh, But they're just great dudes. Like, I love being around them. Uh, taught me so much this summer, like, from everything, from, like, hitting, like, an approach standpoint. And, like, even on the bases, like, Pat was just a great guy to be around. And so was Ajay.
0: Yeah. So you talk about that bond, you know, with uh, them in New Jersey, you in New York. How close are you to New Jersey? I know I, you're in some weird name, t- Thiles, or however you pronounce that hometown of yours in New York is what it says on Perfect Game. Yeah, Fields. Fields. Okay. So, you know, how close is that to New Jersey? And, you know, how close is, you know, the new city of New Jersey to New York? You know, I've never been out northeast, so I don't really know. But kind of take us through that?
1: Yeah. So, like, I'm, like, uh, right on the border of New York and New Jersey. Uh, I know Ajay and uh, Pat are more towards uh, South Jersey, so they're they're further, they're like, an hour and a half, two hours away from me. But, uh, you know, it's just cool to have that kind of connection with them because everyone else on the team is, like, from, like, the South or somewhere like Ty Thompson, like, Missouri.
0: So, with you being so close to, you know, um, New Jersey, being so close to Ajay and Pat – you know, you said hour, hour and a half, two hours, you know, do you ever make your, uh, make your way up to that PRD baseball facility? Have you gotten that chance yet?
1: I, yeah. So the place looks amazing. Like I've, uh, I've actually tried getting there. It's been, it's been tough because I have a, a busy schedule, but I would love to make a trip down there one time.
0: Yeah, I was talking to Pat cuz I listened to a podcast with him and he was talking about, you know, how how many how many benefits that brings, you know, opening that PRD facility. And you know, I, you know, I've always wanted to kind of see pictures and kind of check that out. Next time I'm, you know, whatever I make that trip up northeast, I'll have to make sure I check out that PRD facility. But now, no, for you though, you know, obviously this artillery team, like we've mentioned, is the number 1 team in this 2025 class. I know Ajay has built this thing out, to, you know, 24s are good, 23s were good, 2022s got a bunch of guys that he knows, you know, in the college ranks as well you know what just with you being an insider what do you think has led to the success of this artillery program
1: yeah uh so i think i think what like separates ajay from the rest of everyone coaches is that he forms a really like deep connection and relationship with his players And i don't think many coaches do that like ajay can and, and ajay takes it like off the baseball uh like field like he'll like personal life he'll, uh, he'll get into that and uh he's just like i said like a great guy
0: yeah. So with a lot of your teammates, like you mentioned, from the South, you know, Ty Thompson being from the Midwest in Missouri, you know, with you, you know, getting the chance to meet a bunch of people from all over the country, because there may be a, you know, culture shock in a way or something that, you know, someone talks about and you're like, you know, what what is that? Um, Just because, you know, they're all from different parts of the country.
1: Yeah, it's actually funny that you say that because uh, I know a lot of kids uh, uh, like make fun of like how I say like certain words, because I'm from the Northeast, like, uh, like I say water instead of like water or whatever um but like i think like what makes us like uh so such a team is that we're all winners like at the end of the day we just want to play the game of baseball have fun and win the game of course and so
0: with besides you guys you know all being winners let's talk about this 2025 team let's dig into the culture of it because obviously to be ranked that number one team in the country for your class like you talk about you have to have a competitive edge you have to be a winner but just take us through you know what that team culture is for that 2025 artillery team
1: yeah uh so Pat, uh, Pat likes to say that our team is the best team uh, when we're down by three because we faced a lot of adversity this summer and a lot of times we were down and uh, you know we just had uh, Ajay like picking us all up like we had everyone else all the players uh, being positive and uh, at the end of the day like they, we just wanted to win.
0: Of course. So, you know, looking back into your travel baseball career, even though know, even though it hasn't been super long, I believe you said well, it's been a year and a half now since that Fort Myers tournament or so. Kind of take us through, you know, maybe what some of those favorite travel baseball memories have been, you know, whether that's, you know, bringing Pickle Rick to the field from what I've heard from a lot of your teammates or, you know, doing something spectacular on that field. Kind of take us through, you know, what some of those favorite travel baseball memories have been this past year and a half
1: yeah so uh we had uh in the w w a we had a, a a great run and uh the first playoff day we uh we got a a tough uh tough bracket schedule and we played uh u s a prime at eight o'clock we played uh t b t ballers at uh whatever twelve o'clock and we hawaii elite and then the next day we played Kane's midwest and then Kane's national in the finals but they're just like that playoff run that we had was so surreal. And, like, every team, like, when the new rankings came out with top ten in the country, like, and then we ended up uh, losing to Canes National in the finals. But just, like, all those games, those close games, those battles that we had and that, like, the team connection that we formed while, like, those two days in that tournament just gave us, like, such, like, happiness, let's just say.
0: I'm sure. So, you know, as we head into the 2023 summer, you know, you guys are gonna be going, you know, trying to, you know, keep everyone off of that number one spot, keep your guys' ranking. You know, just what are you looking forward to most for this, this 2023 summer and then even even beyond that for your final summer in 2024? Just you know, what are you looking forward to most for these next two years of summer ball?
1: Uh yeah, I'm just looking forward to like seeing the guys again. I know we, we have we have some great memories on and off the field, and uh it's just fun, really fun to being around them. And it's just like great being on such a good team because then it just not only makes like the team better, but it makes me better.
0: I'm sure. So I've gotten the chance to, you know, talk to some of your teammates. So I'm starting to get a feel of, you know, what this artillery team is about, you know, who some of these top guys are. But, you know, just kind of take us through, you know, besides yourself, maybe who are some of these other guys on this artillery team? To let's say, you know, someone's going out to the WWBA or the USA tournament to go watch you guys. Who are some other guys on this team to be on the lookout for?
1: Yeah, so our team is full of uh full of uh high D one commits. We got I think six or seven UVA commits. We have four or five Tennessee commits. Um, but guys look out for guys like Ty Thompson, right? Um Taylor Tracy, uh Ethan Adams uncommitted. I like to see him get off the board soon. Uh, you know, Mason Bull, Jackson Garland, uh Graham Jones, like those guys are just real uh competitors and just like 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 to do with the best best is mm-hmm. for the team. So
0: with all these different competitors on your team, you know, having guys like yourself who are po- committed to a power five program now, you know, as underclassmen for you, you know, as you're watching some other guys who maybe take infield or take some BP, or even if you're watching a pitcher to, you know, go up and, and have a bullpen, you know, what are some different ways that you're maybe, you know, taking, taking some advice from some players, or, you know, maybe picking their brain, gaining some more knowledge. How do you kind of do that, you know, with your peers, with them, you know, being that same age as you, but also being that same caliber of ball player?
1: Yeah, so, um, you know, during, uh, like, our BP rounds, uh, I'll always, uh, like, keep an eye on, like, uh, how guys are hitting the ball, and uh, if I have any questions, definitely I'll ask, but, like, just, like, pick their brains about, like, their approach, um, and, like, pitchers, like, let's say, like, what do they like to throw in different counts, uh, just to get, like, me as a better player and, like, know what to look for, because these high-level pitchers, I'm always facing them every day, so. So we talked about
0: that Fort Myers tournament for, you you know, your first tournament with artillery. Let's dig into that USA baseball tournament. You know, I know you sent me a couple of pictures, a couple of those USA, uh, you know, what was it called? The USA. Uh, yeah. The tag across, yep. across the picture. So take us through that USA baseball tournament. I know I've talked to, you know, a bunch of different teams that have been at that tournament just for, you, you know, kind of take us through, you know, what the atmosphere was like, just the experience in general, maybe the day to day as well. Just take us through that USA baseball tournament through your eyes.
1: Yeah, so uh, every team there was uh, legit, right? You didn't have one bad team, one, like, layover team. And uh, it's actually funny because uh, the day that we uh, – I was actually looking forward to most was all the testing and stuff and see how my numbers were. I got in at, like, 4 in the morning. Uh, uh, I missed the testing day and then had to play a doubleheader right when I got in. And I always joke with my dad, like, like he would never do this to my brother. But, uh, uh, but that tournament was just – amazing right like all good arms uh you know it it tested us because that was like one of the first tournaments that we that we didn't win or make it to the championship but like that like that tournament itself was just so like great for us and all the adversity and everything that we faced and then off the field you know we we like to go mini golf and like to have some food together so you know the off the field connections also uh became stronger that tournament
0: I'm sure. So, you know, getting the chance to be in that USA baseball tournament where only the top 16 teams are invited to go down to carry and compete against each other. You know, going to that one tournament where you mentioned, you know, you play USA Prime, uh, top tier, Canes Midwest, Canes National. I mean, you guys are facing other teams that are, you know, amongst you guys in that top 10, top five in your guys' class. You know, for you, who has been maybe the couple toughest pitchers? that you've gotten to face so far in your career kind of take us through those ABs and maybe what's your, you know, your mindset and approach would be heading into that next at bat against whatever pitcher it is.
1: Yeah. So uh, we faced a ton of good arms uh, every single day or every single day game we played. And I've really thought about this. We, uh, in that USA tournament, we played, uh, uh, we played uh, alpha prime and we faced, uh, I think his name's Chase uh, Bentley. Uh, I think his name was, and uh, he was, he was legit. He was uh uh, 88 to 90 fastball. Uh, he had a curveball. He had a changeup. And uh, he was really going to his changeup. But, um, you know, when I was in the, the box against him, I always like to sit fastball early in the count. But for, like, him, he was going to his off speed early, and he loved his changeup. So, like, when I was in there, I uh, I uh, found his rhythm, and uh, I knew he was going to throw his changeup a lot. So during that, I was uh, sitting against him, and then, That day I was talking about with the WWA, we faced uh, Minjay Seo on uh, uh, USA Prime. He was really good. He was throwing hard. Um, But he liked to throw a slider a lot. So, you know, like sitting on the slider, like deep in the count, because that's when you'd go for it. And that day itself was just like such a great experience for me because I ended up, they ended up taking Minjay out that uh, when I was coming up late in the game, you know, they bring in another kid. I hit a double, get on second, and I was talking about how Pat t- taught me how to steal bases and stuff. So he put his signal on against them. Uh, I ended up stealing home or stealing third and then uh, catcher overthrew while I was stealing third and then uh, came home and we won that game that way. So that was just like a unbelievable experience for me. Yeah. So, you
0: know, when you're playing Canes National, I know you, you mentioned Bentley. You mentioned, you know, you didn't get the chance to face MJ – Min J or I I there's MJ and then there's Minj. I, I don't I don't really yeah. know how to pronounce the the Menjey. <laughs> but um you know you, do, you you face those guys but you know uh, Noah Franco for Kane's National. Did you get the chance to face him at all? Was he on that 2025 team? I know he occasionally played up a class. When you played them did you get the chance to face him?
1: Yeah, so he was on the team but he never pitched. He uh we faced uh a Duke commit. Um uh I forgot the name but he he carved against us, he shoved, and uh uh yeah we uh we ended up not getting our first hit um until like the fifth or sixth inning, but yeah he uh he shoved against us that kid
0: so with you being from New York, are you heading to this Hoover tournament coming up in a couple of weeks you know since your guys season hasn't started yet
1: yeah I'm, I'm not because uh my uh the tryouts uh are too close to like the date, and uh, my uh high school coach doesn't really like intervening the uh travel and high school ball
0: okay. all right i was just curious because i know you know since new york was a little bit later i know obviously i know the guys who are actually you know in high school season can't i wasn't sure if you were so yeah you guys start maybe a little bit later uh but let's dig into high school ball just a little bit you know last year your freshman year take us through that what, what that experience was like you know some of the competition level you were facing and then you know some of the out what the outlook is you know heading into your sophomore year coming up here in a couple of weeks
1: yeah, so I uh, I attend uh, Don Bosco Prep in New Jersey, and uh, the team last year was loaded. You know, we had guys like Caden uh, Dana who got drafted by the Angels, uh, Kevin Jackson was at UVA, Pablo Santos who's at Rutgers right now, and then that the, that junior class is also loaded. You got my brother going to UVA, with Nick Lacerto going to Virginia Tech, Alan Hernandez going to Florida Gulf Coast, so. My, uh, my high school coach thought it was uh, best for me to get my time on JV and then I eventually made it up on the varsity level. level, uh, And then we ended up winning the state championship which was awesome. You know that dog pile that feeling was just unbelievable.
0: Sure. So, you know, getting that chance to play up with some guys, you know, who are a little bit older than you, who, you know, you, you mentioned one guy got drafted by the Angels There's a guy at Rutgers, you know, guys, even your brother in, in your brother's class, you know, all these guys that, you know, are either headed to or committed to power five schools, or, you know, getting drafted. How do you kind of go about, you know, maybe picking their brain or maybe some of them taking you underneath their wing to kind of show you the ropes? What does that kind of look like in some of those relationships you have, you know, with some top tier, you know, a little bit older athletes?
1: Yeah so uh in that uh, in that senior class now so like that's my brother and them they uh they really look at me all of them as their younger brother because I'm always hanging around them and stuff and we always sit together so I'm always like picking their brain on everything and uh you know it gets competitive right uh uh we we kind of go at it sometimes right but it's it's good for the culture so uh uh but it's really good to be around them and just learning from them
0: Yeah. So you talk about everyone views you as their little brother. Let's talk about your actual brother. You know, what's that like, you know, playing with him, you know, what are you looking forward to most for, you know, one final high school season and then potentially when you guys head to UVA playing together as well, just, you know, what what excites you about playing with your brother?
1: Yeah. So, uh, uh, he's got a big season ahead of him. He's got some big goals, um, which I would like to see him accomplish. Um, but, uh, you know, we play together through little league together and, uh, this might be maybe our last time playing together. So it would be really cool just to like, just take it in. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm.
0: So with, with your high school, Don Bosco prep, you know, having so many of these guys going to big time schools, you know, what do you, with you being an insider from last year, and you're already going through some of the, maybe some winter workouts as well, you know, what do you think has led to the success of Don Bosco prep?
1: I just think it's the, uh, the players, right? You know, players are really the recruiters here. And, um, you know, you got a friend that's good, you know, you put in a word, so uh, the coach, uh, Coach Rooney will uh, send it out, give him a shout out and, um, you know, just playing ball. I mean, it's one of the top programs in the Northeast. So who wouldn't want to come play here?
0: Of course. So take us through last year, you as a freshman, you, know, you guys win that state championship. Take us through championship game day, what that's like, maybe that final inning, you know, you know, running out, you know, hopping on that dog pile. Take us through, you know, just that electric experience you got to have, you know, as a freshman.
1: Yeah. So, uh, the final inning, it was, uh, it was five nothing, I believe. And, uh, you know, we had our, uh, our horse on the mound, Caden, uh, he ended up coming in after, uh, Clayton Pulley, a uh, senior that went to rider, who was really good that day too. But, uh, you know, I was sitting in the dugout with uh, a couple other kids and, uh, watching Caden throw was just amazing all year. And, uh, you know, you know, you knew we were going to uh, pull through because we had our guy on the mound. And then, uh, you know, when the last pitcher's thrown and they, uh, the pop-up was hit to a uh, center field. It was just, you knew everyone to run out to go tackle Caden and have a good time.
0: Yeah. So with you guys being a prep school there in New York, are you guys facing only prep schools or do you guys face, you know, public schools as well up in the state of New York?
1: There is a, there's a good public schools too. So we play both private and public schools. Uh, Old Pan will be, it was uh, also a public school from uh, New Jersey will be a, a good challenge for us. They got a couple of good kids. Alex Crans are going to uh, Vanderbilt, but I'm excited to uh, compete.
0: So, what the, so what, when you're looking at, your you know, your entire spring schedule, you know, what does that competition level look like, you know, in that state of New York, you mentioned New Jersey as well. So you guys might be, you know, going, you know, across state lines to also play, you know, maybe what are you, besides that guy heading to Vandy, you know, who are some other guys, other power five commits you're looking forward to playing maybe a couple of teams you guys have circled on that calendar, you know, what does that competition level look like in your region, in your spring schedule?
1: Yeah. So we always have a tough, uh, a tough, uh. Uh, schedule Coach Rooney always uh, schedules the toughest opponents for us. You know, we got uh, uh, St. Joe's, Burden Catholic, our rivals, always good games. They got uh, Luca Reyes, Miami, uh, going from Bergen Catholic. Uh, Jamie Z, a sophomore, going to Notre Dame. Uh, and then from St. Joe's, you got Chad Falcon going to uh, St. John's. And then uh, outside of that, we're going to Florida the, to, to begin the year with our first couple of games. I'm sure we'll face some good competition up there. Uh, I know uh, Poly Prep is a big game for us. So they're a team from Brooklyn, New York. They got a, a ton of good arms. And then Seton Hall Prep is, uh, is a very good school too that we'll face. They got a bunch of bunch of arms. Uh, Rutgers kid up to ninety five. So they will be a uh, good challenges for us.
0: Yeah. So before we dig into your recruiting process, going to Virginia, let's talk about the prep you've had, you know, playing with, you know, five, six, seven different, you know, future teammates on artillery who are all going to UVA, you know, facing all this top tier talent, you know, whether that's in high school ball and in travel baseball as well. You know, how has all these different experiences, you know, prepped you for, you know, going to UVA here, in, you know, two and a half, three years?
1: Yeah, uh, UVA is in the ACC, so everyone knows ACC, SEC, right? Best uh, Best there is. So, um, you know, and then forming the relationships, too, with the kids uh, going to UVA. So, like, uh, I know uh, Ajay likes the kids being his recruiter. So I did a couple of uh, recruiting myself and uh, texting some of uh, the other kids. So and then we always joke around, see who's uh, rooming with each other when we get there and stuff. So it's it's really cool.
0: Mm-hmm, I'm sure. So digging into that recruiting process, till, you know, what landed you at UVA. of take us through that recruiting process you know when it got started you know just just take us through you know what that timeline kind of looked like you know leading up to this commitment to uva
1: yeah it was uh, it was pretty easy i committed um november of my freshman year um after that fort myers tournament that i was talking about you know aj got me in touch with a ton of ton of different coaches uh and then he landed me on uva which is you know you can't get much better than that with the academics and uh the baseball program there but it was really just like my brother was going there. It was an easy decision for me, and it just made it so much easier for my parents.
0: Yeah. So, you know, after that Fort Myers tournament, you mentioned, you know, Ajay got you connected with all these different college coaches. Kind of take us through, you know, what those initial conversations were generally like. You know, were a lot of coaches having that same strategy when it came to talking to you for the first time and building that relationship? Just take us through, you know, maybe some questions they were asking you, and how that, you know, overall, I guess, vibe was of those first, you know, initial calls and how that evolved with a couple of different coaches throughout that recruiting process.
1: Yeah. So I was definitely, definitely nervous. uh, My first couple of calls with the different college coaches, but you know, everyone just wanted to get to know me. Um, You know, they were all the best for me. Like uh, like just getting me ready for the year, asking me questions about how I was getting ready for the year and what I was doing to prepare for it. And uh, you know, Aja got me in touch with the Auburn coach coach uh, non-maker who was, I've had some great conversations with him and coach Mack at UVA. I've just continued to have great conversations with him. So, you know, it's just been really easy for me.
0: You know, at that time, you know, you have your brother already committed to UVA, but you know, as you're going through this recruiting process, you know, talking to UVA, talking to Auburn, all these different colleges that you were talking to, you know, what were some of those key things that you were looking for amongst a coaching staff, university? I know you mentioned academics as well. Just take us through maybe some of those key things you were looking for throughout that process.
1: Mm-hmm. So academics was a big part of like my decision, um, but also like what, uh, what uh got my focus there was um like how are they going to make me better as a player and their player development but then like competing with uh how they're like how they compete with the other teams uh and then there's the coaching staff right like you know uva's coaching staff is just amazing like the connections i've made with them over the previous years that i've been committed and my brother's been committed and uh every time i've uh visited the campus you know they they recognize me they remember my name so it just showed that a lot that they had interest in me so that's what i like really about them
0: so with academics being so you know big on that you know landscape of why you wanted to choose a certain school you know what are your plans when it comes to that you know when you do head to UVA like you know, do you have kind of an idea on what you want to study when you're there um and then maybe you know a future career plan if baseball doesn't work out for you
1: uh yeah so um i'm probably uh not sure yet what I'm going to major. It's probably up to like a, a business or like accounting. I've uh, I I've found great interest in both uh, both of them. So hopefully, I mean, if baseball doesn't work out, hopefully UVA's uh, academics and uh, can set me up for like success.
0: Yeah. So now, as you're going through that process, and you know it hits you, okay. Virginia is the place I want to go. You know, what was it that stood out at Virginia that maybe put them just maybe a little bit ahead of, you know, the school that finished second, third, whatever on that power rankings list. What exactly was it that stood out at Virginia above a couple of the other schools?
1: Uh, yeah, like I said, uh, you can't get much better than them with uh, the mixture of academics and that. But, uh, you know, it just made it real easy for my parents. And it just made me it real easy on me that my brother was going there and, you know, having the chance to play with him if we got there and all that.
0: Yeah. So you 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 say it was an easy choice, but was there, you know, any second guessing in terms of maybe a school you wanted to go to that wasn't Virginia?
1: Definitely. I mean, uh, Auburn, I know Ajay always jokes with me, and, uh, but uh, Auburn was made it a really tough choice. Yeah.
0: So with that tough choice, do you remember when it clicks in your mind, maybe, you know, whatever you're doing clicked in your mind? All right, I'm going to Virginia. Do you kind of remember, you know, what that day kind of looked like?
1: Yeah, so we were uh, I was on my brother was actually on his uh unofficial visit there his junior year. And I went down there and uh, you know, every, after all the uh the commits or the in that junior class, now the senior class in that grade, um, left Coach uh, O'Connor Co- coach O'Connor and Coach Mac uh uh pulled me aside and you know, talked to me uh uh in- like individually with my parents and uh they just said like you know, we want you, and they offer me on the spot. Yeah,
0: okay. So, you know, you talked about your relationships earlier with some of the guys you're playing with on artillery, obviously your brother who you might have the potential with playing again at again with, you know, at UVA. You know, let's talk about the relationships you have, you know, with Coach O'Connor, all the different coaches at that at Virginia. You know, what are some of those relationships you have and how have those evolved, you know, since you were committed, you know, last November?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I talk to um, Coach Mack every Monday um you know uh just getting that deeper connection with him like about just sports about my personal life uh how i'm getting better um it just made it like so much easier for me when i go down there for uh, me to see him in person and talk to him in person and coach o'connor is a great guy every time i've met uh, met him in person you know he's always like uh talking to me first starting a conversation going so overall the coaching at uva is just amazing yeah, so
0: I know you are a middle infielder, but, you know, when you do head to Virginia, do you kind of have a plan in your head maybe where you might stick out, you know, permanently? Like, are you thinking you're a, maybe a collegiate shortstop, collegiate second baseman? In your mind right now, kind of what are you thinking when you do head to that next level?
1: Yeah, uh, so I think uh, what, what uh, shapes my game is uh, my defense. So uh, my athleticism takes role in that. So I could play anywhere in the field. Um, I would like to stay in the middle of the field, but I'm fine with playing third base, I'm fine with playing center field. It's just whatever the coaches think what's best for me,
0: yeah. So, you know, listed as a shortstop and a second baseman, is that what you're primarily playing when you're playing for artillery? But, or uh, with all the different guys you guys have on that team, is there a little, you know, maybe utility work going on? What does that kind of look like throughout the summer?
1: Yeah, so, um, in the beginning of the year, I was in a rotation with uh me and Ty up the middle, um, and then as we got deeper into the season, you know, uh. I ended up playing third a little bit, and then towards the end of the season, it was all me and Ty on the left side of the infield, which is really cool because, you know, Ty's a great player, and uh, he just makes me better, so I like that.
0: Yeah. So switching around to, you know, the hitting side of things here, kind of take us to, you know, what your approach is. Let's say, you know, you're on the on-deck circle. You're watching the guy in front of you, maybe watching the pitcher warm up as well. Kind of take us to, you know, what that approach is, kind of what's going through your mind, you know, as you start walking up to that batter's box.
1: Yeah, so I'm always looking uh, outer half of the plate. Um, but then in, the uh, beginning of the counts, I'm always hunting fastball. Um, and then if I get, uh, deep in the counts, you know, two strikes, I'll, uh, choke up on the bat, you know, uh, widen my stance and fight off any pitch. Um, I like to shorten things. I like to, uh, uh, slow the game down when it comes to me, um, you know, and then just let my athleticism do uh, do the rest.
0: All right. So digging into your mechanics here for a second, you know, kind of take us to, you know, what that is, you know, from your load up, you know, from your, to your follow through, take us to, you know, where those mechanics, you know, what those mechanics are and how maybe they've developed over time, you know, as you've gotten a little bit older.
1: Yeah. I, um, so I start from a, a pretty, uh, wide base, uh, with my uh, knees bent with my hands, uh, uh, a little even with my shoulders. Um, but, uh, recently I've just felt like, uh, uh, being loose, you know what I mean? Uh, that's just like really carrying my game and, you know, the ball just sounds different coming off my bat now. So, you know, earlier in the year, I was, uh, playing a bit tense, but, uh, you know, finding out that looseness and not muscling up is just the best way to play baseball.
0: Yeah. So let's say you are a scout watching your game, you know, when you're playing shortstop, third base, you know, occasionally when you're a second base as well, watching you in that batter's box, maybe interacting with some of your teammates as you guys, you know, carrying around pickle Rick, uh,
1: just
0: about <laughs> watching your game, you know, what would be that personal scouting report that you'd write up on yourself um, just in your game entirety?
1: Yeah, I'm a uh, I think I'm a great teammate. Um, I always uh, like to get out what's best in my teammates. Um, I'm a I'm a player that lets the game come to him, uh, but uh, I'm also uh, pretty fast. So I let my my athleticism and my speed uh, do the game for me. Um, I'm someone that can put, you can play, uh, put at any position. Uh, I can make plays. I'll compete anywhere you put me, and then in the box, you know, it's just me versus the pitcher. And I always want to, uh, always want to come on top.
0: Yeah. So as your game continues to evolve, you know, you play, you know, your sophomore here this spring, go to your junior, senior year as well, head to that next level, whether that's collegially or p- potentially pro ball as well. You know, what are some of those things that you're wanting to develop within your within your game most? Like, where is like the the key point of emphasis these next couple of years within your game?
1: Uh, yeah, definitely, definitely strength. You know. You can't uh, get strong enough. Um, uh, I would like to focus on that. My uh, explosiveness, um, speed, um, those are like the the main things that I would like to uh, improve to help me, you know, uh, uh, hit, field, run, and do everything baseball-related.
0: Okay, so we got one last baseball question here for you. So obviously you've had a bunch of different influential people within your baseball careers, you know, whether that's some of the older guys who kind of took you under their wing last year on your high school team, Ajay, your high school coach, maybe some trainers you've had in the past as well. You know, who are two to three people who have been the most influential within your baseball career so far? And you know, what's been the reasoning for them being so influential within your career?
1: Yeah, so uh, the, the first person I think, uh, I always go to my dad, right? He played, uh, he played at Duke, played some pro ball with the Indians. Um, but, you know, he's could put me in the baseball at a young age, you know, from as long as I can remember, I was swinging a bat and, uh, you know, he's my hitting coach. He's my fielding coach, right? He's, uh, he's always looking after me, always wants his best for me. Uh, second would probably be, uh, coach Rooney. you know, uh, my high school coach. Uh, he's, uh, he's just a great guy and like really wants his best for me. And then AJ, like he's just, one of my favorite guys. he's uh, he's like that connection that we've we've made over the few years has just been awesome. And you know, i you know he's my coach, but I look at him as a look at him as a friend.
0: Okay. Yeah, I'm sure. And, and that's, that's been common. You know, as I talked to, you know, all these different ball players on your team, that they always say, you know, Aj is a great coach, great person to be around. You'll consider him a friend as well. Uh, but just got a couple more questions here for you before we end it off, you know, moving away from the game of baseball. Um, So when you're not playing baseball, you know, what are some of those passions that you have that maybe, you know, keep your, t- take your mind off of things, maybe help you cope with some stress, you know, whatever it happens to be, you know, what are some of those passions you have beyond the game of baseball?
1: Yeah. So, uh, uh, I love, I love just anything sports related. So if it's not baseball, you know, I'm, I'll get a basketball in my hand, I'll throw a football around. Uh, and then, like my friends, like my friends help me like, uh release my stress and everything. So I, I like it that they're always there for me. Um, But yeah, like, I always, always got to do something active to get baseball off my mind if it's a tough time.
0: I'm sure. So, you know, on the motivation side of things, you know, what is it that, you know, helps you get out of bed every morning, helps you kick the sheets, helps you, you know, get better, continuously evolve? You know, what are some of those just, you know, internal motivations that you have just to continuously get better every day?
1: Uh, yeah, so I think my brother is a big part of that. Um, I think uh, he motivates me because, you know, it's always the competition between us two. And it's always like, who can do this better? Who can do that better? Um, but yeah, I think he motivates me every day to just strive for greatness. I got
0: one last question here for you. Same question. I like to end it off with everybody again on the JKR podcast. That question is, you know, obviously when you do head to UVA, go play, potentially go play pro ball as well. You're going to get that opportunity to capitalize on your name, image, and likeness. I'm sure you've heard about it, but you know, when you do get that opportunity, you know, what would be that dream brand that you would love to endorse, collaborate with, partner with, whatever it happens to be, what would be that dream brand?
1: Yeah, so I've uh, I've recently, uh, like, grown into loving, like, uh, Rawlings, right? Like, I like them a lot. Um, you know, something like Nike, like a, a custom cleat or Adidas would be really cool. Uh, but then again, like, maybe something that I can create on my own. Like, uh, I don't know, some of the baseball later would be really cool and just, like, help me get my name out there or something.
0: Yeah. With you being a Rawlings guy, I'm sure you're pretty happy with that new deal Artillery came up with, you know, getting oh, your- oh, yeah. some Rawlings gloves. Mm-hmm work. But- no, man. I mean, that's the final question here on the J Care podcast for you. You know, super appreciative of you coming on the show. Obviously, you know, I'm super pumped to dig into, you know, the artillery program, all your guys' different careers as well. Um, just want to thank you for coming on the show, giving me, you know, your last 40, 45 minutes or so of your time. Um, and you know, best of luck this spring as well. I know you said you guys got your season coming up here in a couple of weeks, you know, good luck, you know, defending that title, going and trying to win that. But then best of luck, you know, as you head into these next couple of years, head to that next level, man. So, like I said, just thanks for coming on the J Care podcast.